Welcome into Exhibit A-OK. That's Exhibit A as in, what's up, A? But A-OK in the sense of we are all doing just fine here in uh, quarantine during this COVID pandemic. Uh, we hope that you're listening to this because you loved season one of Exhibit A with myself, Harrison Cooper, and my co-host, Charles Jung. Charles is taking a, a brief step back from his podcast hosting for this intermediate podcast series, which is called, as I mentioned, Exhibit A-OK. And I'm thrilled to be joined by my new co-host, Laura Fitzgerald Hushek. Laura, how are you doing? Okay, thanks. I'm on a rare day um, out of my condo and have actually come into the office, um, mainly to escape my new puppy, who would otherwise be jumping all over me and biting holes in my hand. And I just felt that wasn't really the tone we wanted for today. Well, I appreciate your professionalism, but uh, this podcast is going to be a little bit more silly than the last season, so uh, puppy interruptions are, of course, always welcome. Um, in the meantime, let me just quickly introduce what it is that we're going to be doing on, on this series of the Exhibit A podcast. These will be uh, shorter episodes. We're going to aim for about 20 minutes in length. We're going to have on a variety of different guests to talk about what they've been up to during the quarantine so far, uh, during the, co the COVID pandemic. Uh, we will not be keeping up to date with the news. You know, if you're looking at this podcast for the way to keep current with everything that's going on in COVID, uh, you're probably going to want to look elsewhere. Uh, but we will be talking about different, um, just fun things that, that have been going on in our lives, things that we've been keeping busy with, uh, cooking, what we've been watching on Netflix, how we're staying active, how we're staying connected, and so on and so forth. Uh, so I'm very excited to be joined by Laura, and I think we're going to have a lot of fun during this uh, intermediate series and then once this is all said and done Charles and I will get back to work recording season two of exhibit a uh, so with that Laura what kind of puppy do you have so I have a medium golden doodle but he's essentially an alligator masquerading as a puppy um, I'd heard about goldens being a uh, pretty bitey but he is he is next level but uh, his name is Finnegan McDoodle uh, yeah, and his strong name an adorable handful and kind of a nice distraction um, because for the past week, other than you know doing work, I've just been solely focused on the sleep, feeding, and toileting schedule of this little gentleman. Um, so that's been kind of fun other than trying to navigate 17 flights in a condo uh, with a puppy who's desperate to go to the bathroom. Wow. Yeah, I mean, especially at that stage when the puppy is peeing like every hour or every couple hours at most. Yeah, and you have a doodle breed, don't you? It's a Bernadoodle? I, I do. I have a Bernadoodle. He is three and a half. He's over three. I don't know. His, he was born in February. So, uh, yeah, probably about three and a half now. He weighs about 90 pounds, so he might eat your dog Finn for breakfast right now. But so you wouldn't want to carry him 17 flights in an elevator? No, not if I'd like to uh, keep my back intact, um, but he's really good, and I definitely remember what it was like to train a dog uh, as a puppy in a condo. My wife and I, when we first got him, we were living in a condo in Toronto, and uh, yeah, the race from figuring out that he needed to pee to get outside uh, was difficult, so uh, yeah, you're in for a treat for the next little while, for sure. What else have you been doing? Have you been cooking a lot? Have you been experimenting with any baking? Um, so we have, so my boyfriend and I have been cooking more at home and really have been, along with, I guess, everyone else, 
doing more baking. Um, I know at first there was a run on yeast, like it was worth more than its weight in gold and I think it's still impossible. And as a result of the tough times getting baking goods, I was at a Centra in Barrie recently and they had a 10 kilo bag of flour. And I remember wrestling with myself, like, do I just limit it to the one or do I get two? And then I realized like, there's no need to stockpile flour. I don't have room for this. Um, so yes, yeah, been doing some baking. Um, I've attempted the same bagel recipe four times and everyone I know has said they were super easy, great, did it well on the first time, but mine keep coming out like these sad little lumpy pancakes. <laughs> so at the fourth time, I finally got the bagels sort of looking like little saucers and rising. Uh, so that was a humbling experience, but at least it kept me busy for a little bit. What about yourself? Have you been, uh, have you been cooking or baking more? Uh, I have not been baking. My wife's been doing a bit of baking. Uh, cooking, I have been improving upon what I call dinner a la coupe. Dinner a la coupe is a recipe that uh, was passed down from generations. And it was shown by my mother to me when I went away to university. It's, it's a very complicated recipe involving uh, chicken breast with Montreal chicken spice that you put in the oven or the barbecue if you have a barbecue, which I did not at the time that I was in university. Just bragging about your outdoor space with your barbecue now. Oh yeah, leave away in my condo. Oh man, let me tell you, we've been building, <laughs> we've been assembling. I shouldn't say building because I, building would imply that I'm building it from scratch. I have the parts, and I've been assembling a fire pit and Muskoka chairs for our new uh, our new barbecue and or, excuse me, our new backyard. But uh, dinner a la coupe is a recipe involving the chicken breast. It's uh, broccoli that you microwave, so you just put a little water and then you cover it with saran wrap and then minute rice so that was what i was initially shown to me and that was dinner a la coupe to begin with but i have been slowly improving upon that with time so we're getting it to a pretty uh, pretty nice place right now and i'm very proud of my cooking skills so less microwaving of plastic and more sticking with regular edible products yeah yeah things that humans might do when they refer to cooking have you been watching anything good on netflix um, so I've been, I've actually been rewatching 30 Rock on Amazon Prime, even though I just finished it, but it's just like that kind of lighthearted laugh out loud, uh, that I've been just reliving. Um, I obviously devoured Tiger King, um, when it first came out, although I never got around to seeing the follow-up episode. Um, and then a, a guilty, just trash experience was I watched Too Hot to Handle, um, and I guess Love is Blind, but that... I watched Love is Blind. That was my first experience of the reality show. It will be my last. It yeah, was it was an experience, good. but it's wild to think that I think that came out before COVID. It's just, I feel like time is working in a, in a different way over the past two months. Um, other than that, like, I'm really, I'm just counting days based on how grown out my bangs are and, and how disheveled um, that I'm becoming, but I can see on the camera that you're looking very freshly, uh, yeah. roomed. You, you look like a real person. What's going on there? My wife has taken to cutting my hair and she's doing a damn good job. We just use a, a trimmer and we just go for it. Number one, all over. And are you using the safety shield to make sure there's no like gouges? So I would be comfortable going without it, but she's still, she's only given me a few cuts now and, and she still gets nervous. So we've been keeping the safety shield on. Um, and it's, it's working pretty well. I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty fresh. Our listeners may be interested to know that Charles, who always has perfectly coiffed hair, uh, he has not been able to get a haircut since COVID started. And I saw him on zoom the other day and 
it, his hair was out of control. I've never seen it like that. So I bet he's excited to get back into a barber shop and, and get his hair taken care of. So yeah. what's, what's your plan? Like, what are you going to do if this goes on for another month? Well, I, um, I, I usually play fast and loose with my hair anyways. Like I cut my own bangs a bunch of times before COVID, except then when I went for my haircut in March, my hairdresser was first kind of, kind of positive and saying I did a decent job. And then as he looked at them more closely, he was like, don't do this again. So I've now, I'm, I'm keeping away from my own bangs and just, you know, letting that go. Um, but Rod, uh, my partner, his hair is probably twice the size of Charles's. So we've got a new set of uh, trimmers and I'm going to try and cut his hair, but I think I'm going to try and do a fade. Despite <laughs> never having cut a man's hair, I feel like I can just try it like with a number four and then I'm going to do the fade at the top so that if I mess up the margin of error is let's take it to a three and try again. And then you'll eventually have a number one all over like you do. I think that's brilliant. There's got to be a million YouTube tutorials by now about how to do a fade. And yeah, worst comes to worst. You just keep trimming it down and then you end up like me, which is a pretty great look. At this point, I guess I, I want to talk about something. Uh, during season one of the podcast, I, maybe people noticed this and maybe they didn't, but after several episodes, Jim Vigman gave me a bit of a hard time because of how often I was saying um or ah. And he kept challenging me to stop doing that. And I have to keep telling him, Jim, these episodes are all pre-recorded, so I can't go back and change it now. But I do want to challenge myself and, and take Jim's challenge to try to stop saying um or ah. And so I'm now announcing that on this. And what I'd also like to do to hold me accountable is for every time I do say um or ah over the course of this Exhibit AOK podcast series, I'll donate a dollar to a COVID relief fund. So I'll find a charity that uh, will work. Oh, there I go. I just set up. I'll find a charity and, and I'll donate a dollar for every time I say um or ah. So I'll try to keep track. But if any listeners out there uh, not saying ah. That was like two right there. That that, was that's that's got to count for like three dollars. Maybe I, maybe I need to set an upper limit here. I didn't realize how much I was saying it. I'm going to try and actively sabotage you for the greater good just to increase the donation. I, I feel I, like that's the only way forward. I'm prepared to accept your sabotage. It will all go to a good place. So I'm, I'm quite comfortable with that. Maybe we'll set a timeline so that by the time the donation does get made, there will still be a COVID relief to be funding. But uh, I just said it again. So I'm, gonna, I'm really going to have to work on this, guys. Well, the good thing about working on it is that we do have a number of interview guests lined up for the coming weeks. So we're looking forward to hearing everyone's unique stories and perspectives. And I personally am looking forward to either you overcoming your battle with ums and ahs or really just kickstarting a new donation campaign. So I think it's a win-win either way. Couldn't agree more. So with that, I guess we should sign off now. Um, we've got a great series coming up and we hope that you tune in. We're gonna try to shoot for an episode about once a week, I think is feasible. And we will keep you posted on our social media pages to announce which guests we have. Uh, in the meantime, huge shout out and huge thank you to all of our frontline workers and everyone who's involved in the COVID relief, keeping us safe, keeping us happy, keeping us healthy from grocery store workers to takeout food and anyone involved. So thank you. And hopefully everyone is staying safe and staying strong. We'll see you next week. And thank you for inviting me to participate in the Exhibit AOK -OK podcast. I'm 
really looking forward to some more human interaction in my weeks, other than uh, other than specifically working on files and playing with dog. And Finnegan McDoodle. Yes, yes, he's a welcome distraction always. All right, well, I'll catch up with you again next week, Leonard. Thanks very much. Thanks, bye guys.